Welcome to the Bearded IT Dad Podcast, where technology meets career development. Join us as we talk with industry experts, get advice and insight about their expertise and real-world experience in the information technology field. Have to learn to learn on your own. The number one thing you can do to get out of the help desk or out of any entry-level position is be exceedingly good at your current position. The elephant in the room, right? Money is obviously a a certain barrier and roadblock, but I would charge and, and, and argue against that. There are so many resources out there available for free on the internet. From starting your IT journey to advancing your career, you'll get actionable tips and practical advice to help you succeed in this ever-evolving industry. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's dive into the world of IT. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Bearded IT Dad, where we give you advice and insight on how to grow your career in the IT field. So are you looking to become a network security engineer? Well, today we have a very special guest with us. He has a wealth of knowledge to share with us today on what it's like to be a network security engineer. Please give a warm welcome to Luis Garcia. Welcome to the show. Hey, everyone. How's it going? So you are a network security engineer, um, and you've had a really amazing journey. You've been in the field for five years. You started from the help desk. You've had jobs from IT security administration. But what I really like to ask you first is, what is a job? What is it like to be a uh, network security engineer? What is a day-to-day job responsibilities? So right now, uh, working with, I work for CW. I'm a network security engineer. I wouldn't say there's really a, a same day per day kind of changes. What my work involves a lot of doing is working with customers right on projects and implementing security solutions that we can do stuff like firewalls, migrations, uh, greenfield implementations of firewalls. We got like duo, multi-factor stuff like that. Zscaler, working on brand new stuff and just. I can't say that every day is typical. Every day is kind of different. It depends on the customer. It depends on uh, requests we get every day. So two days are never really the same. That keeps it interesting for sure. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, when I started out in the IT field, one of my biggest concerns was kind of being siloed off. And, you know, a lot of times when you start working for bigger corporations, you kind of get siloed off with a a certain job responsibility and not yeah. to really get to see a lot of other things, but it sounds like you really get to kind of dabble in a lot of different technologies in your position. Um, you know, do you kind of mind elaborating a little bit more on like the different technologies and stuff you get to work with? Yeah, definitely. So like you said, I definitely get to see new things every day and it's a different learning experience. It's helped me expand my knowledge, help me skill up and learn lots of different uh, vendors, different technologies, implementation of them, how to troubleshoot them. So one of the main things that I deal with is next-gen firewalls. So you get your top three guys in Cisco. You got Fortinet. You got Palo Alto. I work a lot with Fortinet. It's kind of my specialization right now. And Palo Alto is kind of my two big ones. And my job is really just to help build the practice rates you got with Fortinet, specialize in, like I mentioned, and implement the next-gen firewalls, implement all those other things like Prisma Access, you got Zscaler, that multi-factor like I mentioned before. So my hands are kind of every little technology and every day is, is something different. Like maybe one day I'm working on, uh, like I said, a Palo Alto firewall. The next day it's a Cisco firewall. It could be a checkpoint firewall. So it kind of helps me keep my uh, skills up to date and dabble in many things. Kind of as opposed to where it used to be. Where I, I used to be siloed off to this is what you're going to work on and 
kind of try to stay on that. And here it's like every day is something different. So it's good. You get a little bit of everything every day. I nice. So how did you learn all those skills? How did you learn to work with all the different like organizations and firewalls and stuff out there? Uh, so a lot of it really was uh, the trainings. Trainings online. Fortnite has good training. Politics, Cisco, they all have their trainings online. YouTube videos. Watching all of that. The main thing I would credit though, as far as like the next gen firewalls and being able to learn a lot of things, just getting having a server, having a server here in my house where it's not just reading about it or seeing a video, it's actually hands on implementation. I think that's really kind of helped me take things to a new level and help me progress a lot faster. And just, oh, I saw a video on that. You know, that's actually having hands on experience has definitely helped me scale up, elevate, and become a better engineer. So that's our main Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. No, absolutely. You know, especially a lot of times when I talk, tell the people, you know, talk to people when they're training for like an IT certification or something other like that. You know, if you can build yourself a home lab, whether it's virtual or physical to actually practice the skills and, you know, not only, you know, to see what you're doing and how like, oh, if you change this parameter, this is the consequences or the changes that affects on the network and stuff like that. Speaking of certifications, did you have to go out and get any certifications for your current position? Yeah. So right now, uh, Fortinet is basically specializing. So that's our certifications after. So right now I have the NSC4, I have the uh, NSC5 for Fortinet Manager, which is if you're familiar with Palo Alto, their panorama equivalent basically for Fortinet is Fortinet Manager. So I have a certification in that and I'm actually planning to take the 40 analyzer cert on Friday to finish that NSC5 pass similar to the CCMP where you got two parts to actually get the cert. Same thing with the NSC5 coordinate. So I got that cert, uh, those two working on the second part for NSC5. The ITIL V4 was also a requirement for my job here at CW. I knocked that out, thankfully. And uh, after this, I'm planning to get into Zscaler, uh, the administrator cert and the professional certs. That's my next kind of thing. And then try to squeeze in the PCNSE for Palo Alto. Like I mentioned, it's my kind of backup technology. So get scaled up and that, get that cert, prove that I know the stuff. And then finally, uh, the NSC7, which kind of the CCMP equivalent for Fortinet. So that's kind of my goals for this year. And nice. Other. Now, are these certifications that your employer required you to get, or are they encouraging you to get it, or is this just something you're interested in and want to better your career? Yeah. So the NSC four and the PCNSC, uh, those are kind of two required ones as far as my job. But I kind of want to take it a step further, as I mentioned earlier. I'm socializing for it, so that's why I'm going after the NSC five to help build out the practice at CW, get a little more familiar, be able to deliver that four to manage your product, that four to analyze your product. And then eventually that NSC7 to get uh, a little bit more knowledgeable in the 48 product, which is in the firewall for net. So kind of a little bit of each, right? Some required, some I just want to get a little bit more skilled and more knowledgeable just to be a better engineer and help the company as much as I can. Absolutely. Now, as I mentioned in the beginning, you've been in the field for about five years now, and you've held positions anywhere from help desk to uh, network and IT security administration. But uh, let's talk about how you got your start in the field. What made you decide to work in IT and what were kind of your first steps to get into that initial position? So I don't know how far back you want to go, but uh, I really started getting into IT when I was about eight years old, truthfully. Uh, I have a story that I, I bring up that uh, I used to do what's called DNS poisoning. I didn't know what DNS poisoning was at the time, right? But I would modify the host file on my family's computer and they would be like, why can't I go to Yahoo anymore? It's taking me to <laughs> another site. 
so that's kind of where I really got my interest in IT. But growing up uh, before that, I wanted to be a doctor. Uh, I was really want to be a doctor. You know, everyone thinks that being a doctor, that's how you make it in life. And that's kind of science and all that's always interested me. But uh, eventually, kind of just fell into IT. And it's, it's uh, what I've been doing since I was a little kid. I love it. How did I kind of get into it as far as job? Associate's degree, uh, network and cybersecurity. Uh, from there, I got an internship. And at that internship, I actually uh, met somebody that recognized me. I saw ice cream from a cart, so I'd go to different events and I'd push that car, you know. Probably seen them, uh, some people like that selling ice cream at events. That's what I used to do. And actually, it turns out that there was a baseball tournament, a softball tournament, sorry. And one of the coaches there recognized me and he asked me, why haven't you been coming to the uh, internship anymore? You know, we miss you with what's going on. Kind of gave me his number, told me to keep in touch. And from there, I was where I got my first opportunity. It's kind of crazy. I went from selling ice cream to now I'm helping, you know, uh, helping people there in the help desk. It was a big change. Uh, it was crazy. That's, that's, that's amazing. And that's uh, such a relatable story, I think, for a lot of people, you know, um, I worked a lot of production jobs. I was a bulldozer operator in the past. I jumped from being a bulldozer operator to entering the IT field because I just, I had a huge passion for it. You know, back in high school, I was on robotics team. Uh, My high school offered a CCNA course. So I kind of always had a passion for it, but I didn't really know where to start. And finally just kind of took that leap of faith to make that change and, you know, kind of advance my career. So, um, what do you enjoy most about your current job? Like what do you like every morning, you know, you wake up and excited to do at your current job? I think the best part for me is helping the customers. I love helping customers and ensuring that, you know, whatever, whatever uh, issues they have or whatever projects they want to do or implementations they want to bring in, I can help them successfully do that. If they want to move from this firewall to that far, or if there's an issue that they're having trouble with, like a VPN issue, for example, if I can help them, I, I think that's what makes me uh, happiest and makes me enjoy my job. Just being able to help these sometimes big companies, sometimes small companies, but just to help the customers out and just uh, be able to help solve these complex issues. And sometimes you know, these issues are causing costing a lot of money or they're causing problems to the company. If I can help them solve that, they're back on track and things are back to normal. So that's, that's what I enjoy the most, to be honest, just being able to help a lot of people. It's always been something I've enjoyed. Absolutely. Now, if you were to go back and, you know, f- and find someone who is looking to become a network security engineer, what advice would you give them to jumpstart their career and kind of get the ball rolling to accelerate their career faster? Yeah. So for me, like I think the thing that kind of accelerated me was having hands on. So you see all these training platforms like uh, TriHack Me, the uh, like Network Plus, learn that necessary. I would take the exam, but make sure you know the fundamentals of networking, especially if you're in security. Like what I always say is that you can't secure something you don't understand, right? You can't, if you don't understand the networking portion of the network, then how are you going to secure it? How are you going to know, okay, I should block this or I should stop this, right? You should put an ACL here, for example. If you don't kind of don't understand the networking part, then you, how are you going to secure something? So I would really dive into the networking fundamentals and try to build your networking skills to a pretty decent level. And then move over to the security side, right? Once you, once you understand the networks, you can secure it. So that's something I'd recommend. Uh, I think awesome. the really jumpstart in my career was, like I said, hands-on stuff and getting the certifications. So I have the uh, security plus back here. That was one of the uh, tests I took and I got the CCNA. 
I think I really helped me just on my career. Uh, in that the CCNA and the Security Plus got me my first security job. I was uh, working in the SOC. So I think the, those two big things, hands-on experience, just having a passion to learn and uh, trying to be patient because right? these things don't come from one day to the next. You got to keep grinding and, and you'll you get there. I really, truly believe it. So just out of curiosity, because I like to get everyone's opinion on this. You you yeah. have a degree and you have certifications. What do you feel helped you out more? And if you had to only pick one of those two, which one would you go with? So initially, I, I, my first job, I got it because I got my associates. But after that, it was just degrees. I had nothing with uh, certifications. I got my CCNA, got Security Plus, AWS certs, all that stuff. That, I think that's what really propelled me into these bigger type of roles. I went from help desk to a security job as a stock analyst. And then I went to eventually become a security network administrator. And one of the things that the hiring manager at that security networking administrator job told me was that he really liked that I had certs. And it kind of proved that I knew what I was talking about. Kind of backed up with the interview. Okay, like this, this guy knows what to do and how to you know work with these tools and he'd be a good candidate. So there was really that. Uh, certs really have helped me out. And other interviews I've done, it's kind of been the same thing where the hiring manager will be like, okay, I like that you have these certs that really shows your ambition and passion. So I think just the certs. Uh, as far as my bachelor's, I also have a bachelor's degree. I don't think I've ever had a manager come and ask me or tell me, well, good job on your bachelor's. After I got my associates, mostly good job on your certs, good job on, you know, knowing this or that or this technology. So it was really, I'd say the cert route. Nice. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's what I kind of feel like the most being, I'm coming from a, I'm a college dropout. Um, you know, I, I never had any formal training when I got into the IFT field. I mean, I was studying for my A plus when I got my first job, but I didn't even have it yet. Um, and as I've advanced my career, I've definitely noticed certifications tend to hold more weight in the IT field than degrees, but a lot of people have different opinions on that. So. I think like WGE is a good kind of mix of both, right? You get your bachelor's degree, you get your certification. So I think that's a good kind of meet in the middle type of situation. So Absolutely. Like that yeah. And for, maybe for also those who don't quite, you know, they know they want to be in IT, but they don't quite know the exact role they want to be yeah. in. You know, they really get introduced to a lot more different um, programs and stuff that way as well. Um, exactly. You know, Speaking of that, uh, you know, that's one thing I, I always recommend to people is, you know, if you're not quite sure of where to start, you know, the help desk could be a great position as well, um, you know, because you kind of get a little bit of taste of everything. Do you uh, do you mind talking about kind of your time you did when you first started kind of as the help desk position and, you know, your opinion on that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think help desk kind of is a controversial topic right now, like to do help desk, do not do it. Uh, but I think it really, really helped me kind of expand and get more skill, more skills and just more, uh, hands on with technology, like Active Directory. I used to manage Active Directory before I used to work and work and doing password resets and creating groups, GPOs, all that stuff. I was kind of a one man army in a sense that my help this role initially, I was, uh, one man for 17 sites. So it was kind of wow. Jack of all trades. Yeah, I mean, was, my, my first help desk job, I was a team of three for 18 sites. I couldn't imagine being, you know, one person for 18, you know, for 17 different locations. Yeah. So it was, a, it was I was the first technical IT guy that they had. So it was kind of building from the ground up. But uh, I worked in a pretty big environment. So like I had about 
say, I think about a hundred people that I was kind of covering, which is a good amount, I'd say. But the sites were out of town, and so I had to drive there sometimes if there was a printer issue or this computer wasn't working anymore. But I think working in the health desk shop helped me get skills with Active Directory, helped me learn about phones, PBX systems, about servers, about actually a network, how that worked, as opposed to just on packet tracer. Okay, well, I know this, this and this, but having hands-on, being able to touch a switch, being able to touch a router, being able to actually you know run a cable, I think it kind of really propelled me. So if it was up to me, I, I think I would work in health desk again. I would go back and do it again, to be honest. It really helped me propel Absolutely. where I'm at right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just, it really helped me propel to where I'm at right now. And all those skills that I worked on back then helped us still help me to this day as an engineer. So I, I think I would go back and do it again. Now, just out of curiosity, yeah. once you landed that help desk position and kind of got some more experience under your belt, do you find it easier when you decided it was time to move on to your next job? Did, was it easier to get that next position than your first one? Or did you start to do just as much work or how was that? Um, yeah, I think having breaking in that first, you know, step in the field is really going to help you as opposed to you trying to break in. I, I feel like it can be a little bit difficult, especially in the area I, I used to live in. I used to live in South Texas, IT still kind of coming up, you know, in the world, not completely there. So the roles were kind of limited. So being able to get that first foot in and have an actual job and say to my next potential employer, look, I have skills. I've done this in a production network. I've, I have, you know, battle, I've battle tested, you know, and can work in production network. It, it really helped me out, uh, to get a job. And I finally wanted to decide that, okay, I, I want to do something different. And for me, that was security, right? I, I've always had a passion for security, so that it really helped me having experience. Yes. I think it goes a long way. Well, that's, that's an awesome story. Do you have any more advice for anyone else looking to get that start in the field and try to advance their career to where you're at? Yeah, definitely. Like I said, uh, it's just patience. I know it's hard to be patient. You just got to really put in that work and and make sure that uh, you can stand out and you can show that in, in an interview when you do get an opportunity to interview that, okay, I I, I can go into your, your organization. I can be the person you need. You don't necessarily even have to be, you know, let's say these job recs, you see that, okay, I have 10 requirements. If you fit a couple of them, I would still apply. I don't I don't think people should be shied out or just, you know, discouraged by you don't read all the, all the requirements, right? There's companies that are going to take a chance on you. Don't be afraid. Uh, that's what happened to me, right? I, I, they took a chance on me and I, I think it paid off, right? I think I did a good job my first job, but, uh, that was definitely something I would do just apply and try to network. I think that's been a big thing in my career is networking with the right people, uh, making relationships that that's going to take you farther than, in my opinion, than a degree or certification is just making sure you know people form those connections with people. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's such great advice. I give that, I give that exact same advice to everyone. You know, it's sometimes in tech or not sometimes a lot of times it's not what you know, it's who, you know, so having those networking connections can be a huge plus to advancing your career and, you know, don't be afraid to go out and start applying for jobs because the worst they're going to say is no. Um, And a lot of times those job postings are a wish list more than, you know, an actual hard requirement. Um, And I think everyone, you know, really starts off that way. No one starts off knowing everything and being an expert, um, you know, but if you know a majority of it and you can show you have some of those skills, most of the time those employers are willing to take a chance on you and, you know, help you get that start in the field. So, 
Exactly. I agree. Now, if people want to reach out to you and ask you more questions or how, you know, want to connect with you, where, where can people find you? So I'm big on, on Twitter and Discord. Uh, it's kind of like my main two things. So on Twitter, you can find me at it's NetSecWeezy. So it's never security basically shortened. Wheezy like the penguin from Toy Story. Uh, it's kind Absolutely. of my ad on Twitter. And same thing with Discord. Uh, I'm always on Discord communicating with people. And trying to help all people, trying to help, you know, if they need advice or they need something I can help them on. That's always what I'm trying to do. But I'm really grateful for my position here at CW is that I can kind of say, okay, I'm, I'm kind of in a good place right now. Let me turn back and somebody else trying to come up in the field. Let me help them get here. Let me help them get that first step and maybe not struggle as much as I did. Cause it's, it's been a, it's been a journey for sure. Trying to get to where I'm at right now. So if I can help somebody out a little bit easier. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole reason I started my YouTube channel is, uh, you know, when I decided I want to make the switch, it, it wasn't an easy battle. Um, yeah. and I want to get back to the community make it easier for someone to make that change. Um, you know, there's plenty of people out there that are stuck at a miserable job. Um, and it doesn't have to be that way. There's plenty of jobs in this field. Um, and it just, sometimes it just takes a little bit of information and a leap of faith to make that change. So, Definitely. but I, I really appreciate you coming on the show and I'll make sure and link to uh, your social media platforms down in the description below. So, all right, well guys, well, thank you for taking the time to join us. I hope you enjoyed the video. If you haven't already, make sure and give this video a thumbs up and subscribe. And until next time, keep learning. Thanks for tuning in to the bearded IT dad. We hope you found today's episode helpful and informative. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure to rate and leave a review as it helps more people find the show. If you want more of the Bearded IT Dad, be sure to check out our YouTube channel for additional career tips and IT insights. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite social media platforms for updates on new episodes and exclusive content. Until next time, keep learning.